there are people out there right now who are starting businesses. Absolutely. We, we know exactly what that feels like. You're right in front of them. So it's like having a billboard that you're actually putting right in front of somebody's face. When you're considering adding corporate apparel to your brand, these are some things that you should consider. A lot of website companies, they build it and then they have the ownership of it and then you don't. You want to own your website. Welcome to the Marketing Compass, your guide to navigating through the dynamic world of marketing and advertising. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just starting out, join us on this podcast journey as we explore the latest trends, strategies, and insights that will steer your business towards success. I'm Ryan Sigler, Senior Graphic Designer at Blue River Digital. Today we have with us Garrett McKeever. He is our Production Manager, and today... We are going to focus on vehicle graphics, which Gary is a certified uh, vehicle graphics installer. And so uh, we're going to get into that immediately. Um, Gary, let's start with your training, your certifications, what you had to go through to become um, our preferred installer, our production manager. Yeah, so I've been doing installations for vehicles for probably like a year and a half now which isn't that long but i feel like my training's been pretty expedited since when i started we had two previous in installers so i kind of learned under them doing like you know real world work on projects and they kind of showed me everything they knew so uh, i learned from them first so i kind of had an idea of how to do things before I did any official training. The official training I did, I went to Kansas under a 3M, which is one of the biggest manufacturers for uh, materials for really anything, not just vehicle graphics, but they do make probably one of the best materials for vehicle graphics. So they run courses throughout the country that you can go to and get your foot in the door. So I did one of those and that was under a official instructor where we went through pretty much the install process of pretty much every install you could think of. So it wasn't just vehicles, it was wall graphics, floor graphics. So that's what I did and that, um, yeah, so that was kind of where like you learn all of the actual processes and stuff because once you get the process and techniques down, then it's just a matter of honing in skills with actually like hands-on work because mm -hmm. really you can't get that good until you've actually gone through the process right. of vehicle after vehicle of actually installations. And then you kind of pick up your own tips and tricks that make the process easier. So. So you talk about the process. What is kind of the step-by-step -step process of installing vehicle graphics? Um, like, like from start to you know finish. What, what's the normal process? Well, really, before you get into any installation or cut graphics, you really want to get a good idea of what you're working with, because when it comes to vehicle graphics, it could be pretty much anything. It could be you know, a car, a truck, a trailer, a pulling tractor, a vehicle topper. I mean, there's so many different things that we've done. 
so to get an idea, like you want to get an idea of, you know, walking around the actual thing you're installing, grabbing measurements, pictures, pictures, checking for paint quality, how clean it is, if there's rust on it. So that's really where you start. And then the second step, which doesn't involve me, is design. And then once it gets designed, it comes back to me. And that's when we start actually cutting graphics, printing graphics, depending on the vehicle. Really the two big types where it kind of branches off of how you install it is whether it's going to be cut graphics or printed wrap material that's getting installed. And they have their own two different processes, machines that we use. I'd say probably the most common that we do just because it's, it's easy, it's cost effective. So it's a really popular route is cut graphics. So the material is, um, it's a thinner one solid color material that is cut on a vinyl plotter. So I have an example here. This is what it looks like. It's just a standard red color before anything's done to it. This has a pattern cut into it, but you may not be able to see on the camera, but that's what it starts out as. So the client would pick their color, whatever they go with. Usually it's, it's pretty common just to go with black or white if you're keeping it simple. Um, that is actually cut into the backing paper. So once we stick a solid roll of that, usually it comes like 24, 48 inches onto the vinyl plotter, the design artwork will stick on there. It'll cut the exact shape or logo or design into there. It'll cut just into the vinyl layer. And then we'll go in what's called weeding. Mm -hmm. We'll pull off all the vinyl off the backer until we have only the design vinyl and then we will stick a masking over it so you have three layers the backing the actual vinyl that's right. now just the actual graphic mm -hmm. then our pre-mask on top right so so what does pre-mask do why why the top layer of pre-mask so the pre-mask is kind of what holds it all together because it's not just one shape. It's, you know, logos have like whole words and stuff. And each one of those is completely separate. Right. So you can't peel it like a sticker and just slap so, it on there. Yeah. So for those viewing the 16, if you want to grab that, hold that up. So if we were to not use pre-mask, we'd have to pull the one off separate, line it up, center it, put it in its spot, then pull the six off and then the bar if we were going to do that. Um, but pre-mask is a lighter adhesive backed material that allows us to pull the vinyl off on one piece stuck to the pre-mask. And then all we have to do is line up the whole piece of pre-mask on the vehicle and then we put it down. And the vinyl adhesive is much more aggressive than the pre-mask uh, adhesive. So once we pull the pre-mask off, the vinyl then stays. So that allows us to line it up much yeah. easier yeah and i have it's bigger this is what well other than the crease i put through the middle this is what a 
completed pre-mass yeah. pre graphic. This is ready to be put on a vehicle. So, so what are some of the challenges that you run into um, or you face during installations? Um, what are, <clears throat> I, know, I know every vehicle is different. Um, so each, probably with your experience, each vehicle has its own challenges, but what are some of the most common ones that you might face? That does kind of lead into the next um, step in the install process, which is a challenge in and of itself, is cleaning. Cleaning might be one of the most important steps because if you don't get that right, everything you do after that is pretty much useless. So on a 10-year vehicle, a 10-year-old vehicle, you have dirt that is jammed down into window seals and right next to all the edges that's where the dirtiest parts are, I'd imagine, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the ideal car or vehicle that's coming in for me, the installer would be a brand new vehicle that's hardly been driven, but that's almost never the case. Usually it's an older vehicle that's been used, or maybe it's one they bought used. And depending on the client, some are coming from maybe like landscaping companies or construction companies. And some of those vehicles have some caked on grime and stuff. So that, that, yeah. yeah. Or even previously decaled vehicles that we have to go and take off the, off the old vinyl, scrub it clean, scrape off the old, the old adhesive. So that is a pretty big challenge in of itself. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes you know, you can hit it with just some water and alcohol and some wipes and wipe it clean. Sometimes you got to go in with a pressure washer, spend time with a plastic scraper. Yeah. So one example of this is we had a landscaping truck. It was a red truck that we basically did a color change on with with printed graphics for a landscaping company. And um, this truck had been used quite a bit. It was rusty, but we actually ran into dried cement on the bottom of the, the doors. Um, so the reason this is difficult is because like during a wrap, not the cut, the cut vinyl, you can kind of center on a door or whatever. So cleaning, that's a much easier, but a wrap, we actually wrap around the edges of your door seams, underneath the hood seams, and when you get down to those foreboard area, running board area, and you have cement, it's the vinyl, it's so hard to stick on that that's why it's a challenge because we want a good quality product. And if the customer gets it, you know, and a month later, the corners are starting to peel, that's not good at all. So even though it's kind of, a, of, you know, we, we did our best we can. It's still not going to be a, a good product because at the end of the day, it's peeling off. So cleaning process is, is probably, yeah, I would agree with you, the most challenging, one of the most important things. That and I think people underestimate just how clean it needs to be to put graphics on. Like sometimes, you know, a car wash doesn't cut it. You know, if you take it through there, there's still going to be some dirt that is stuck on there. And graphics don't really hide imperfections. And if it's dirt, deep scratches, rust. I know we've had people that want to hide rust and think it's a good idea to put 
you know, graphic to cover it, but it's not sticking to anything like that. Plus, it's it's thin vinyl, so you, you end up seeing the the rust. Yeah. You know. The yeah, bulb, you, you'll see the a little. You'll see a speck of dirt right yeah. through the yeah. vinyl, so yeah. it needs to be perfectly smooth. Yeah. Let's move on to uh, choosing materials. Um, so, when you choose materials on wraps versus, I guess, vinyl, um, kind of what is the criteria? Criteria, or what is what would be you consider to be the best material? Yeah, you can get really in depth with material. There's so many different features, types, and everyone is designed for its own specific installation. Like the material that we use for four by eight signage is completely different than vehicle badging, completely different than wraps. So either way you go, using the wrong material is gonna be a nightmare. Like you don't want something too thin to try to do a four by eight with because it's going to be a mess to work with. You can't use a thicker material meant for signs to try to put on a vehicle because it doesn't conform to the shape of the vehicle. So for specifically vehicles, we use the industry standard 3M 180. Um, there's other brands that have comparable stuff, but it's just kind of what we've worked with. And every material has its own feel when installing. So it's best to kind of stick with what you're familiar with. So it helps just with consistency. Mm -hmm. So we know what to expect yeah. when we're actually installing. And it's designed specifically with features to make it easier. Um, I know maybe five, 10 years ago, it didn't exist and it was a whole lot harder to install. But luckily nowadays it's, I mean, twice as easy. So I think one or two of those features, one of them is it's like a hatch pattern or cross hatch pattern on the back of the vinyl. It actually has grooves in the adhesive to allow air to be pushed out as we're, we're putting down the vinyl. It actually helps. It's called air regress actually helps the installer push air out of the vinyl. So there's, there's less bubbles and it goes a lot quicker. Um, the second one would be the heat. So when we when we put down wraps, we heat it as you as right before you start putting it down. And what that does is it, it makes it a little more pliable um, to where it'll conform to surfaces better. But it's amazing. What amazes me lately is as I've helped him install a few, um, we actually you can heat and there'll be wrinkles in it. We'll get to a tough spot. And he just says, heat that up for a quick second, and then you gotta wait, and it just comes back to its original shape, yeah. original size, even though the heat's stretched out to get around a certain bubble or whatever. Um, it, it just amazes me, this material, the way it can be heated up, and then it just retracts right back to its original position. It's, yeah, heat is really the key to installation of wraps. And if you know how to utilize it properly, it'll make it the process a whole lot easier because basically heating it softens it up and allows you to stretch. So the process we kind of use is to 
pre-stretch the vinyl over a certain area? Well, it kind of depends because if you have graphics on it, you obviously don't want to stretch it too much because it might distort some of the graphics on right. it. But we use a combination of stretching and then reheating, which will kind of reset the memory of the vinyl to re-shrink to how it wants to be. So we got to go back and forth between heat, stretch, squeegeeing it down, pushing in the recessed areas. And then once you've got everything down, bubbles are out, it's smooth. Then you go back and heat it again to, I think it's around... 200 to 225 and once it gets to that hot then it basically just resets the memory completely that's how it is because if you push it into a really recessed area over time if you don't post heat it properly it'll want to lift off the adhesive won't be strong enough to hold it in there it'll want to reset so you got to hit it with enough heat to where it kind of bakes in the memory of that shape to the vehicle cool so that's choosing our materials, why we choose them. Um, is there any new materials that are coming out that you see that might change vehicle wraps? I know they've kind of just released some new materials, I believe, but um, do you, what's, what's out there? What's coming in for new materials? I don't know if I've seen anything as a new, completely revolutionary new technology necessarily it's more just refining what is already there so better air egress channels that let air out easier there's another feature called control tack which um, before you put pressure it's pressure activated so you can actually sit it against the panel lift it up put it back, lift it up, since it sits off using little dots and you actually have to squeeze it down with pressure to actually get yeah, flat stick. All the way against yeah. the surface. So that's really helpful because usually the first time you stick it on there, if you're doing a full panel, isn't perfectly where you want it necessarily. So you can actually adjust mm -hmm. and slide it around slightly to really dial so in. Basically, it's, it's converting a permanent adhesive material into a removable material yeah. without actually changing the adhesive property. So even though it's still a permanent adhesive, it, like he said, it has those bumps so we can actually stick it and then remove it, stick it, remove it a few times to get it lined up correctly. So that, yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Let's move on. Um, let's dive into some of the tools and equipment you use during the installation of a vehicle graphics. So what are some key tools that you use every day? I see a few on the table there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so luckily it's nothing too crazy as far as tools. I mean, when it comes to installation, I'd say 90, 80% of it is technique and actually the way you install it. But we do use a couple smaller tools. Um, I'll grab a few here. This is just a standard breakaway knife that um, you can continually take the blades off to keep a nice sharp edge because it's kind of important to have the sharpest point to cut. So if you don't, it can mess with the graphics. You don't want to want to cut more than once. Um, probably the most common tool is just the most common tool is just a standard squeegee. It's just plastic, different ones have a slight amount of bend to it. I just have a 
felt pad edge to give it a nice glide over vinyl so it doesn't scratch. Probably the most important thing is a tape measure <laughs> because you'll notice if it's not straight yeah. and you don't want to rely on your eyeballs because your eyes will deceive you sometimes. Uh, this here is a wrap glove. It's basically a squeegee for your hand. This is super helpful. I love that. I love yeah. those gloves. They're, they're fun to use. Yeah, you can get into little channels, spots that don't work well with a squeegee. It's amazing how those gloves just slide on the vinyl. They're they're so slick that it's like a hand having your hand as a squeegee where if it's a recessed area on on the paint or panel, you can take that glove and it just slides right over the vinyl and you can put pressure on and it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love those. This here is a, a back splitter. We don't it's back split as often with vehicle wraps because it can leave kind of a line through. So we really go full sheet panel from the corner. Removing. So he's talking about removing the back. The backer is what the vinyl comes applied to. Uh, we got to remove that. That reveals the adhesive to put on the vehicle. So that tool allows you to cut the backer in half without actually peeling it from an edge. So we can start from the center of a, of a wide panel um, and that thing will tuck underneath the backer and you can pull it right down the back, right on the middle adhesive and it splits a line. So that allows us to peel from the middle out and then yeah. we can tack that. Once we have it lined up, right, you can tack that center line and then pull your pieces out yeah. and then move from the inside out pushing all the air from the inside to the outside yeah and i'll use that technique more for cut graphics so i can cut the backing from behind right not over the actual vinyl right so it's just the masking so i'll slice slice through an empty spot that doesn't have vinyl so i don't mess mm -hmm. with the adhesive on the vinyl with the tool going behind it then a hinge from the middle and I'll do a half one side, half the other. And it makes it really easy because you can get it stuck down there and in place. So it doesn't And you're working around. with a smaller piece and not the whole panel. Yeah. So you kind of break it into sections. Especially on wall graphics. <laughs> yeah. It's very handy on wall and graphics. And sometimes you have really long strips of graphics. Right. That are and eight feet tall, 50 inches wide. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so doing it as a full sheet, especially if you're one person, can be a yep. challenge. Yeah. Any new tools or tools that you would like to have that you don't have? Any any uh, new don't. tools that are out? Oh, uh, there's always Does something. It make your that, life easier. There's always some little specialty tool that does one specific thing that you don't think you need it until you actually run into that scenario. Usually, you can get by with the basics. And you can do a good, you can complete it pretty easily, but there's always some small tool that will make it just that much easier. I do have a, this is our heat gun that I use for all our materials. It's specifically designed for wraps. It goes up to a super high temperature. It's digital. So I know exactly the temperature that I'm at. 
this is a game changer compared to using a cheap heat gun that you can pick up from Ace Hardware. Yes. So. Because when, so just a little history. I, I used to do some graphic install in production. I used to be our production manager eight years ago, nine years ago, kind of when we started. And I had the cheap version of the heat gun and, and Garrett has brought this in and it is much different. Um, it doesn't heat the vinyl in one spot. It, it doesn't torch it. It's so the, the cheesier ones just are, yeah, the way that spreads the heat over the vinyl and more consistent, it's amazing. I'm sure it's more expensive, but there's definitely, you know, you get what you pay for, and that tool is, you, yeah. you want a nice heat gun, for sure. It's definitely worth the money, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Definitely worth getting rid of the headache. Another another couple tools that we don't have here is the magnet uh, strips. I have the magnet strip here. You have one here? Let's bring that. I like, I like that tool as well. Um, unless the vehicle's made out of aluminum, which some are these days. Uh, if it's steel panels, then this is a magnet snake, I guess. You call it a snake? I mean, I call it a bar, even though it's not much of a bar. It's, it's like flexible. geek wraps. Um, but we can put a panel up to a line instead of taping our graphics on um, or having multiple magnets all over the place trying to align a panel. We That thing you can just throw on, stretch it out as much as you want, fold it, Um it allows us to put our graphics on on a metal surface, and it doesn't move, and we can you can stretch it across multiple panels. So a lot of times, if we've got what three or four panels wide, we like to put them up all up there at once and get them somewhat lined up. And then once we do, we we can start installing. But we want to be able to see the whole picture with all the panels. Uh, before we start with the first panel so yeah when you're doing badging and smaller stuff you can tape the edges mm -hmm. of a material to the door itself right but when you're doing like a full sheet the edges are just hanging loose flopping around so you have nothing to attach it to other than right right through the material with a magnet so it's a game changer because we print a little bit larger than the actual frame yeah. so plus then you got curves over the top and bottom so um, we're now going to move on to some, um, we're going to take a break shortly, but uh, we're going to move on to longevity and maintenance. So what? So we focus on quality. So after a car install, explain to them how long do they anticipate that to last? And then also how do they take care of it the best way as far as maintaining their new graphics on their vehicle? Yeah, so as far as longevity, it varies pretty wildly between materials. I mean, some materials are designed to only be two, three years. The stuff that we use that are meant to last for a long time are between eight and 10 years of expected life. It changes between vertical and horizontal panels because horizontal panels, especially if it's out in the sun, really the sun is the major factor on how right. long vinyl lasts for because it's the UV that breaks down it over time. So theoretically, if it's sitting in a garage most of its life, it'll last much longer than something that sits out on the driveway and bakes in the sun all day. 
So the horizontal panels, like the hood, the top, they have a shorter life than vertical panels on the side. I think vertical panels are eight to 10 years with the 3M 180 that we use. Uh, the horse, horizontal stuff, I don't know exactly, but I know it's two to three years shorter okay. than that. So yeah, depending on the material that you use, it can last a long time. And you could probably keep it on longer than that. It's not recommended because the longer you leave it on, the harder it will be to remove later on, which we've run into a few times where it's been on there way too many years and it's baked on. Yep. Like you got to use heat, adhesive remover, scrapers, and you got to work at it because, yeah. I mean, it'll bond onto the paint if it's on there too long. So uh, how do they maintain, what's the best way to like take care of vehicle graphics if that's a thing? I mean, once they're on there, how would I take care of it? It's pretty straightforward. I mean, it's designed to not hold on to dirt and stuff very easily. So really just regular washes with water will probably get most off. If it's something more stuck on there, a little bit of not super harsh soap and water should remove it just fine. You can use coatings to put over top that help seal mm -hmm. it to make it that much easier, but really just water and soap should do the trick. Okay. That takes us to our break. Um, before we continue um, our journey through the dynamic world of marketing, let's take a moment to shine a spotlight on a project that's been turning heads and setting the bar high in the industry. And uh, so welcome to our project spotlight feature. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed our feature segment. Uh, onto a question for Ryan. Ryan and a couple of our other designers handle all the design process for vehicle graphics. What are some unique considerations in your overall design process for vehicle graphics compared to other projects that you design for, like business cards or? The uh, considerations we gotta take in are Basically, the client like, usually has an idea of what they want in, in their vehicle graphics. Um, so I definitely got to take into what they want. And then, of course, the shape. So, for instance, uh, Green Team Landscape Company that we've done multiple vehicles for. Uh, we've done a car. We're working on a box truck. And we've done several, like, flatbed trucks. Um so we're trying to keep the design consistent, but it's very, very hard because you go from a car with smaller sides to a box truck where that's all it is, is the side of, it's a billboard. And so to try to keep the same pattern, the flows, the curves of the graphics, the different colors unified across those, you know, different size vehicles, we really have to take in you know, the size and things to, to try to make it work. And so 
that's the considerations and also the challenges. I'd say the most challenging part of it is to try to make the graphics flow over the hood, the side, the quarter panels, and then the whole box truck and still make it bold enough and catchy enough uh, that it gets noticed, but also stays unified with brand guidelines that a company might provide us. Or How do you think vehicle graphics stand out compared to other means of marketing? I think they stand out. My, me personally, just not professionally or anything like that, when I'm driving along, I, I'm not an observant person per se, so I don't notice billboards and, and, and signs in general. Um, to me, there's just so many of them. I've gotten used to that drive. And of course, most of us drive the same route to and from work every day. So we're just, we've seen the signs so many times just out of our peripheral vision that I don't even read them. And, I, and if a new one pops up, I don't, a lot of times I won't even notice it's there. Um, and that's probably on me. It's probably not a great thing, but a vehicle graphic, I, I personally notice them before I'll notice any other sign. If a vehicle pulls up to a stoplight and I see graphics on them, I know they're a business owner or they work for a business. And I usually read that business just to see what it is. And I, I, I notice vehicle graphics before I pretty much notice any other thing. I don't know about you, but. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, uh, we, everyone's so used to, you know, traditional signs and billboards that sometimes you don't even notice. But when you see a really well-designed vehicle wrap mm-hmm. go by, I mean, you read it and it catches your eye. Yeah. And the fact, just the fact that it's mobile, I mean, it can be anywhere. Right. So if you are doing a job at someone's house and it's parked out there, I mean, that whole neighborhood, everyone's that's driving by, probably can too. I mean, they all see your business, whereas they might not see a sign that's across town. Right. And when you're in front of somebody at a stoplight or, or adjacent to them at a, at a stoplight, you're in front of them. They're, they're either on their phone probably texting for that 20-second break of a stop sign or stoplight, but if they're looking up, they they're going to notice your car you're right in front of them so it's like having a billboard that you're actually putting right in front of somebody's face when you're parked next to them in front of them beside them whatever so all right next segment is the most memorable rap projects so i'm going to ask garrett what's been your two favorite rap projects and what has been some of the most unique after that so what's your most two memorable and then probably what's the most unique one you've done? Um, well, I'm going to be kind of biased to the ones that we've done more recently just because they're fresh in my memory. But I know one we've done recently that I really liked was a ice cream trailer. So it's not exactly what you picture in your head. It's more like a small flat trailer with a box on it for serving ice cream. It's not like an ice cream van. So it was a smaller rap project but just the fact that it was on such a unique item as like an ice cream trailer and the fact that just that the client that we're doing it for i mean it's for you know some 
younger kids who are doing starting their neighborhood ice cream selling business so just the fact that we can do something for that they'll get really excited about i think makes it memorable just that you know it's not just a normal business selling something it's a memorable client most unique um we did a pulling tractor a big pulling tractor it wasn't a full wrap but that's something that you don't see every day and you don't see you don't put graphics on that often so that was one of my and i don't know my pulling tractors very well but that tractor it, it was a john deere and that, it was a pretty stout tractor i kind of know the differences between you know the higher horsepower higher diesel turbos that they got going on but that thing had it, it, it was Probably a national pulling tractor. They had a custom loading trailer for it. And then we put graphics on the side of the the hood. Where did we put graphics on that? On the sides, right? Yeah, it was on the sides. I mean, the way it's shaped, you don't have a ton of room for various things. Yeah, definitely a unique project. That's cool. Well, that wraps it up for us. Here in Marketing Compass Podcast, we want to extend our gratitude to our fantastic listeners. We hope you found today's insights valuable and applicable to your own marketing journey. We we trust that the information that we gave you today hopefully helps you. And if you're deciding on vehicle graphics, if it's worth it or you should put that money elsewhere, um, we believe, we truly believe that they'll stand out and um, over a billboard per se. Not that the billboards are bad, but um, we just hope that, you know, our knowledge here that we want to bring from our shop to you helps you understand your decision process, what goes into installing the graphics, et cetera. So um, don't forget to show us some love by liking and subscribing to the Marketing Compass. Um, We are on all major platforms. Uh, Your support keeps our compass pointing in the right direction. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, keep navigating the world of marketing with confidence. You got this.